You're going to say goodbye to the tennis tour. Why did you decide that this one is going to be your last tournament? It's my home. Uh, I grew up here. This is my tennis club. Uh, it was my first uh, professional tournament when I was uh, 16. I played in court number one, the qualifier. And then I, I passed it. I won the two matches and then I, I played uh, Sanguinetti and then Safin and then uh, Todd Martin. So it's great experiences and uh, I know it's the best way to, to finish. You know, I think it's a long career. And if we have a tournament like this one at home, it's an obligation for me to finish here. Can you remember what it was like when you were 16 and played on this court for the first time, how you felt? Well, obviously, I was uh, just uh, walking around before the match, just uh, watching people, talking to my friends, things like this. And then I had to go and, and change myself and go to the tennis court because uh, I was playing, no? Because the year before and the year before, I was always coming the Wednesday because uh, from my hometown, all of the tennis clubs, uh, they come on Wednesday here. So I was coming here and getting out of us from all the, of the players. So when I was 16, I was here and I was playing with all of these guys. So yeah, it was a great experience. When you were a kid, who did you look up to? I was a little bit special because uh, I didn't have a special player that I, I wanted to follow. Uh, I, I loved Sampra Surf, Agassiz Return, uh, things like this, no? special things from each player. But, but I was not following one in, in specific. Do you remember getting an autograph from, from one of the players here, from one of the big stars when, when growing up? When you... I had autographs from all of them because I was on the door here just waiting for them all day. And I was watching maybe a couple of uh, points and I was getting autograph and everything. And when I was arriving home, my, my mom just was looking at the autograph and said, what did you want to do with this? You don't know who is anybody. So he was throwing it away. So the, no. year, the year after I was coming here, he was getting autograph from each one as well. And it was the, the same way. So I, I don't know. I had autograph from everyone. And also the coaches and the friends, because sometimes I was, uh, I know, in my player guest, it was a friend. So when we were going to practice and he was coming uh, with me, so I was the kid asking autos to him, to the coach and to everybody. Oh, you should have taken notes. Who, ah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I should ask for the name and everything. But... <laughs> Excuse me, sir, who are you? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, I know, rude or, uh, can you give me an autograph and also what's your name? So I was yeah. like this. So I was getting the autograph of everybody. <laughs> Um, why do you think now is a good time for you to retire? Have you thought about it for long? Well, age, uh, priorities, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to turn 40 next week or in two weeks. Uh, many years on tour. Uh, also with all of the pandemic, I was not playing that much. And, and I have a family now. I have a daughter and I really want to stay home. Mm -hmm. So I always say the same, that... Uh, I'm going to quit the day I'm going to have a, a priority that, uh, I know, give me, uh, you know, full, uh, like, uh, better than tennis, no? And, uh, and being home with my wife and with my daughter, it's, uh, I know, it's much, much better than traveling now and getting a plane, being two weeks in South America or North America or going to Australia. So that's the reason. You got a good reason now, yeah. yeah. Um, so. What would you say was your, the peak of your career? Well, obviously, in, in tennis, there is a ranking, no? So when I was five in the wall in 2006 and 2007, for, for me, that was the peak, no? Because uh, it's the best ranking and when I was playing better. But it has been many, many great memories, tournaments, matches, 
that during a long career that you have uh, great memories of, of that matches. And maybe it's not the peak. No? Maybe it's sometimes it's a small tournament, sometimes it's a, after coming from an injury or, or a special tournament that you really want to play good and you did it. It's many, many stories. Was there a really tough time in your career that you managed to come back from? Well, I think that in a tennis career there is always uh, very good moments and very bad moments. Uh, tennis is a sport that normally you lose all the weeks. So there's only one guy winning the tournament. And on the last couple of years or decades, it has been Federer, Nadal, Djokovic winning nearly all of the weeks. So it was very difficult to win tournaments, to win matches. And you have to be ready to lose. So this is tough because sometimes you lose playing good, sometimes you lose playing not that good and you have to recover, you have to go back to the tennis court day after and practice what you did bad and to change it. So uh, the good thing is if, if you can have many good matches, wins, 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 and then maybe, maybe one lost and then you go to the next tournament and many good matches. Yeah. But sometimes you lose, you lose, you lose, you lose and you, know, you, you don't know why. So you have to keep working and be passionate and, and be mentally strong because there is not, not an easy situation. At what stage of your career were you the happiest? Which part of your career did you enjoy the most? It's difficult. It's difficult because uh, when I was 14, 16 years old, I was enjoying. Mm. I mean, because I, I was going to the tournaments, I was playing, I was having fun with everybody. And then it's when you, you get professional. You enjoy, but also you know you are professional. You are very tight. You, you are uh, like nervous before the matches or you really want to win. You want you want to go for the goals, for the points and everything. So you enjoy, but uh, it's different, you know, it's, it's kind of different. And at the end of my career right now, when I'm going to the tennis court and, and, and I play while I practice, I enjoy a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy a lot when, when I go there and I practice with somebody that I really like. So I know, I enjoyed many, many of the, of the moments, but some of them are, are different because when you win a tournament, it's, it's a special moment because you won. But, but I don't know, it's all of that pressure, uh, you have to go to sleep early, you have to practice, you have to eat good, things like this. And when you are young, you have 14, 16 years old, you go to a tournament, you enjoy. Before playing, you are playing with uh, the other kids or things like this. And it's, it's more relaxed and, I know, it's a, a good experience also. Yeah. You said you, you always had to go to bed early and probably get up early and watch your diet. What's some of the things that you're now excited about retirement, you know, that you couldn't do before? Well, it's not that we couldn't, because normally, I know, uh, if tomorrow I have a match, now I, I already practice, and in the afternoon I have two, cho two choices. I can go to make sex scene, or I can go to the room and watch a movie to be relaxed yeah. for tomorrow. So normally I was choosing the second one, because obviously you want to play tomorrow, you want to be ready. And it's not an obligation, but I know, ourselves, we put that into priority because we want to be ready for the day after. So, so yeah, we have been traveling a lot, but we haven't been visiting much. We haven't been having a lot of uh, you know, relationship with people on, on the tournaments. No? Mm -hmm. So this is the kind of things that right now I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy like, uh, so next week, I don't care if uh, after lunch I, I stay three hours making, uh, I know, uh, talking to the people like this and I'm going to make sightseeing, things like this. So it's a kind of things that we are going to enjoy, but it's our, it's our world. Non, 
not much of the players yeah. outside seeing or things like this. Next week you're gonna stay at the beach the whole week. <laughs> no, no, beach no. I'm gonna be home with my family for sure. <laughs> um, take us back to Casablanca, 2001. That was your first ATP final. What are the memories? Wow, well, uh, I don't know. It's it's many many <laughs> it's many many years ago. Uh, I don't know. I remember that I was starting to play the tour that year. I started in Chennai and then I was playing tournaments and I was winning matches, winning matches, and then I arrived to Casablanca and I did the final. And then in the summer I won Sopot, so it was my first title. But I was already in a good, in a good mood, in a good rhythm. And I don't know. I think that I finished the 2000 and 2000. 120 something like this. And then the first tournament of the year, I did semi-finals. I went to Australia. I was playing good. So I know when, when you start a year and you start winning matches, then it's easier. Mm -hmm. So I know it was a great year for me. Mm -hmm. I finished third in the world, and I know it was one of the I know, first experiences on, on tour. So you had 22 wins against top 10 players. You also had two wins against world number ones, Leighton Hewitt in 2003 at Roland Garros mm -hmm. and Novak Djokovic um, at Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. in 2014. What brought out the best in you playing those big guys, the big names? Well, it's always, it has been always very difficult to play with these guys. Uh, obviously, they are the best of the best and, and you don't play with them that often. So mm -hmm. to play them, you have to play them in the quarters, semis, because uh, normally uh, on that times I was seated, so I was playing uh, so much, and then I was playing them. And I know they have a level and we have another level. So to play them, to beat them, you have to play your best, and they don't have to be at the best level, because that's the difference of, of levels. No? If Joker plays his best, it's very difficult to beat him. If Rafa plays his best, it's very difficult. But if there is one day that they are not that good and then you can start the match winning, making a break, things like this, then you can put them on travel. So I was trying this, no? I was trying to, to play them as many times as possible and, and when I was there just, I don't know, uh, tactically or mentally trying to be strong to, to put the match uh, in, in a situation that they, had, uh, they could uh, have a doubt. Mm -hmm. You also won your only ATP 500 here in Barcelona, um, and it was a five-set match. Um, can you talk about that match? And is there are there memories that still stick to this day from that match? Yeah, I remember it was set for me, set for him, set for me, set for him. And then on the on the fifth, I was uh, serving for the match, and I was uh, cramped at the end. Uh, I know it's in that situation that you th you think that you are not going to be able to finish, but then I could manage it to finish, and then I remember just uh, winning the last point and watching around and seeing all the family, friends, and and people that I know from from here. Now, I have been many years uh, playing in the different clubs, just making tournaments of uh, young ages, and, and I know everybody from tennis is here. No? So mm -hmm. it was amazing to see all around and see all of these people, and I don't know it's. If, if if it should be a final against myself and, and another Spanish uh, people, maybe you know the crowd is going to be half and half. But I was playing an Argentinian, so everybody was supporting me, or nearly everybody was supporting me. So it's something special that when you have 10,000 people just going for you, cheering for you, 
it's, it's great, no? and, and I could achieve winning here, which is not easy to win in your hometown. And I uh, know it's, it's a great, great memory, so for sure. Can you reflect on a, a fantastic week as well in, in 2006 in Hamburg? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, beating some, some great players and what kind of confidence that week gave you in your career? Well, obviously it was a key, a key moment on my, on my career. No, I was uh, with no coach on that moment uh, because I was working with the Argentinian coach that I had. Uh, and I was trying to enjoy, trying to be, you know, getting a rim without the coach and, and trying to play my best. And yeah, I went to Hamburg. I win first round, second round, then in third round I, I was set, set in a breakdown, I think, and then I, I was able to manage to come back. And then I, I won a couple more matches and I arrived to the final against Radek Stepanek. No? And uh, I don't know, for me, playing a Hamburg final with Radek Stepanek was good. So obviously he was a great player and it's a guy that if that final will be on, on grass or on hardcore, he will have more chances than me. But mm -hmm. being on, on clay in Hamburg, which is normally a slow clay, I, I, it was a great chance for me and, and, and I got the pressure and, and, and I played a great match and I beat him three sets to zero. And I remember that I was so, so happy because the week was perfect and, and also the match was a great, uh, a great finish. In 2007, you qualified for the Tennis Masters Cup in Shanghai, uh, playing among the top eight of the world. What was that experience like? Well, it's, it's a dream come true, I think. Uh, and also, uh, in my case, I had to qualify on the last tournament because I was uh, seven in the world before Paris. But in Paris, the first eight players were, had the bye and the nine, ten and, and all of the others, they didn't have the bye. So, uh, seven, eight and nine and ten, we were very, very close. So, them just winning one match, they were ahead of me. So I had, I was out. So I had to win the first round, and I was playing Grosjean, which uh, Grosjean in Paris, it's, he's a great player, and also he was playing home. So I was set uh, and five-two with a double break, and I remember that a family that they are friends of mine, they came. And I remember the guy just screaming, "Come on, yeah, you still can!" <laughs> he was looking around, saying, "What? I still can what?" No? So, but then I, I, I turned around, and I went to the match I, I, in five-two. He was serving and I won the first point and I realized that I was going to win the match. So things that sometimes really? happen. Wow. And I saw that the match was going to change. Yeah. And I won that game, I won myself, I broke him, I won 7-5 and then I won 6-2 or something like this. And after that victory, I knew that I was going to go to Shanghai. So it was a great experience. So finishing in, in a way like this and also then I finished making semifinals in Bercy, which for me it was not easy. And yeah, I, I got that confidence and it was a great way to to get the ticket to, to Shanghai. Wow, fantastic. Uh, you also represented Spain, obviously, mm -hmm. in, the, in the Davis Cup, being part of uh, three title-winning teams, 2004, 2008, and 9. How proud are you to have represented your country in that way? Well, it's a great experience, obviously. Uh, uh, one of the great memories that I'm going to live when, I, when I'm going to stop playing tennis is that the Davis Cup. It has been a great memories, great experiences. I remember the final in, in Sevilla, it was 28,000 people. So something that I think, I don't know if it's a rig or, or not, but it's going to be close. And to see all of that guys there, 
I know it's a special competition when you have all, all of the crowd supporting yourself. And also when, for that moment we were building course. I remember in Santander it was a course that it was amazing. Uh, I don't know, we travel around the world, we did a lot of uh, matches. Some ones we, did, we win, some ones we lost, but also it was, it was great. Because all of the weeks we are you know, playing for ourselves. You know, we, are just, you, we come here and we play and we try to win. But then when you go to Davis Cup, it doesn't matter if you play or not, the team has to win. So you, get, you create a great atmosphere and I don't know, Spain we were lucky that we had one of most of the greatest players. So we had a lot of chances to win. So I think we have five right now. So I was uh, in three of them. So yeah, I was, I was part of it. So I, I was part of history. Amazing. In 2018, you got the Arthur Ashe Humanitarian of mm -hmm. the Year Award. What, what did that mean to you? Well, I know it's, it's an award that uh, it, it gives you the motivation to keep doing things for the others. I think that uh, I have been working with my foundation for many years and right now it's not an easy moment because of the pandemics and all of the people that had the foundations, uh, it was not easy to survive because uh, I know the, the shops or the, the, the buildings and everything was, was shut down and I know the empresarios, we said the, the guys who had like the brands and the and all of this, that they were supporting your, your, your tournament or, or whatever you were doing, and they had to shut down or things like this, and they don't, are not going to give you money to, to support the wheelchair tennis tournament, what I was doing. No? So, so it was a tough situation, but, but during many, many years, we did a tennis tournament. We were in a hospital uh, supporting um, guys that had an accident or young guys that had uh, like a paralysis. Uh, to use tennis to recover, which I think is a great, great experience. We were going to schools, tennis clubs, and and give a little bit, um, I know, uh, to to put on the everyone's the mentality that being in a wheelchair, it's a difference, but it's not uh, something that it gives you less chances to do things than than a, a person that is not in a wheelchair. No, so I think that we did a great job, and that the ATP gave me that award. I think it's a, a great. Uh, memory and it's a great um, I, I know um, support for myself and all the team that uh, we were w working all of that years to keep doing things. What inspired you? What what made you want to do something outside of just being a tennis player? Well, I had a friend. I had a friend that uh, was playing tennis with me. Sadly, he had an accident in a motorbike and got in a wheelchair. And then my dad started uh, helping him to play tennis in a wheelchair. So we were very good friends of him, and things like this. And he was always coming to me and saying, you have to help me to do a tournament, to do a tournament. And he was just pushing me. And at the end, I said, OK, I'm going to do it. So I started to talk to him, and then finally he died. He passed away. So when he passed away and said, OK, I'm going to try to do it for him and for everything. No? So I created the first tournament. And then after that, we did the first tournament that you know, we, we got everything together. and you know, you, when you say I'm going to create a tournament, it's something that you say, but then you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So you have to go there, you have to find sponsors, you have to prepare the tennis courts, you have to prepare uh, the travels of the players, the facilities, the hotel, the cars and everything. So yeah. for us tennis players that we go to tournaments and sometimes we, get, we complain, there is no towels, there is things like this. But then when you have to organize, then you realize how difficult it is to do all of these things. So 
So at the end of the week, I was completely dead. And I was talking to my right hand, which is like a second mom, say, we are not going to do it anymore. So I'm finished. And she said the same, say, I'm, I'm so tired. So the day it finished, everybody came to us and they were so, so happy. They were pleased. This is amazing. You did a great job. So it gave us the power to, to do it the, the year after and the year after and the year after. So I know we start doing something that we said that is going to be good. And the power of these guys that uh, they were uh, thanks us all of the times and telling you did a great job and things like this. Then he gave us the motivation to keep doing and well, it has been more than 10 years already. You inspired so many people as a tennis player. How would you like to be remembered? I don't care. Uh, I know. I, I really don't care. I mean, it's going to be people that is going to like me. It's going to be people that, that, that it's going to hate me. It's going to be people that it's, doesn't going to care. But I did my best. I I practice and I got involved on tennis because I really won and I was enjoying as much as I could and I was fighting all of the matches to try to be better player and better player and if the people talk better about me or worse everybody can talk whatever they want it's free wall and it's okay but uh, to my family and to my friends I want them to remember that I was a fighter I was trying to achieve all the goals that I wanted and I was, I was never giving up so that's when I want to show my daughter or my, my, my family. What's next for you? We'll see. We'll see. I, I hope it's going to be something involved in tennis. Uh, maybe not full-time as it has been of the last uh, decades, but uh, I love this sport, I love this world, and I will be you know, dreaming to do things like uh, things in, involved in tennis. But uh, I know for the moment I'm going to finish here and I'm going to enjoy as much as I can. And always uh, when everybody was asking me what are you going to do, I, I said always the same. I think that when you are doing one thing, if you are starting to think in other things, then you don't give you 100%. Because in my case, for me, it's very tough to be focused 100% in one thing if I have another thing just that I want to go for it. Yeah. So, and I always say the same, I'm going to finish doing 100% tennis. And when I finish, then I'm going to sit, I'm going to check, I'm going to get bored sometimes at, at home. I'm going to be with my family and doing nothing. And, and then for sure, I'm, uh, I'm going to start looking for a thing that is going to give me you know, the passion that I had on tennis. And if it's something related on tennis, uh, for sure, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it because I know it's a lovely wall. It's a, uh, I know, to... to be on a tennis court or to be like in a tournament and trying to give your best. Yeah, you don't work for you don't work for nobody else. You you work for yourself to be better, to be better. And I know if I can help somebody do this, or I can help to organize an event, or I can do things in in the sport world. I think it's 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 a great type of, of life. I mean, you must have loved it so much. Did you ever think you would play as long as you have played? Mm, no. Well, especially at the beginning, uh, you know, when Correja, Costa, Moya, all these guys were playing, normally they were getting retired at the 30s. So that was like the use, usual uh, retirement age for the, for the players. But now I know everybody is retiring later and later. And I always said the same. I want to retire the day I, fi 
I find something that I like more than what I'm doing right now. And, and right now I, I found that, so that's why I'm finishing.